0: Ringatink in Oz. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Chapter 17 Narrated by Melissa. Rinkitink in Oz by L. Frank Baum. Chapter 17 The Gnome King. The Kingdom of the Gnomes does not border on the Nonestic Ocean. FROM WHICH IT IS SEPARATED BY THE KINGDOM OF RINKETINK AND THE COUNTRY OF THE WHEELERS, WHICH IS A PART OF THE LAND OF EV. RINKETINK'S COUNTRY IS SEPARATED FROM THE COUNTRY OF THE Gnomes BY A ROW OF HIGH AND STEEP MOUNTAINS, FROM WHICH IT EXTENDS TO THE SEA. THE COUNTRY OF THE WHEELERS IS A SANDY WASTE THAT IS OPEN ON ONE SIDE TO THE NONESTIC OCEAN, AND ON THE OTHER SIDE HAS NO BARRIER TO SEPARATE IT FROM THE Gnome COUNTRY. Therefore, it was on the coast of the Wheelers that King Goss landed, in a spot quite deserted by any of the curious inhabitants of that country. The Nome country is very large in extent, and is only separated from the land of Oz, on its eastern borders, by a deadly desert that cannot be crossed by mortals, unless they are aided by the fairies or by magic. The Gnomes are a numerous and mischievous people, living in underground caverns of wide extent connected one with another by arches and passages the word gnome means one who knows and these people are so called because they know where all the gold and silver and precious stones are hidden in the earth a knowledge that no other living creatures share with them the gnomes are busy people Constantly digging up gold in one place, and taking it to another place, where they secretly bury it. And perhaps this is the reason they alone know where to find it. The gnomes were ruled, at the time of which I write, by a king named Calico. King Goss had expected to be pursued by Inga in his magic boat, so he made all the haste possible, urging his forty rowers to their best efforts night and day. To his joy he was not overtaken, but landed on the sandy beach of the Wheelers on the morning of the eighth day. The forty rowers were left with the boat, while Queen Cor and King Goss, with their royal prisoners, who were still chained, began the journey to the Gnome King. It was not long before they passed the sands and reached the rocky country belonging to the Gnomes, but they were still a long way from the entrance to the underground caverns in which lived the gnome king there was a dim path winding between stones and boulders over which the walking was quite difficult especially as the path led up hills that were small mountains and then down steep and abrupt slopes where any misstep might mean a broken leg therefore it was the second day of their journey before they climbed halfway up a rugged mountain and found themselves at the entrance of the gnome king's caverns On their arrival, the entrance seemed free and unguarded, but Goss and Cor had been there before, and they were too wise to attempt to enter without announcing themselves, for the passage to the caves was full of traps and pitfalls. So King Goss stood and shouted, and in an instant they were surrounded by a group of crooked gnomes, who seemed to have sprung from the ground. One of these had very long ears, and was called the long-eared hearer he said
1: i heard you coming early this morning
0: another had eyes that looked in different directions at the same time and were curiously bright and penetrating he could look over a hill or around a corner and was called the lookout said he i saw you coming yesterday then said king gos
1: perhaps king Caligo is expecting us
0: it is true replied another gnome who wore a gold collar around his neck and carried a bunch of golden keys the mighty gnome king expects you and bids you follow me to his presence with this he led the way into the caverns and gos and cor followed dragging their weary prisoners with them for poor king kitticut and his gentle queen had been obliged to carry all through the tedious journey the bags of gold and jewels which were to bribe the gnome king to accept them as slaves through several long passages the guide led them and at last they entered a small cavern which was beautifully decorated and set with rare jewels that flashed from every part of the wall floor and ceiling this was a waiting-room for visitors and there their guide left them while he went to inform king kaliko of their arrival Before long, they were ushered into a great domed chamber, cut from the solid rock, and so magnificent that all of them, the king and queen of Pingaree, and the king and queen of Regos and Coregos, drew long breaths of astonishment and opened their eyes as wide as they could. In an ivory throne sat a little round man, who had a pointed beard and hair that rose to a tall curl on top of his head. He was dressed in silken robes. Richly embroidered, which had large buttons of cut rubies. On his head was a diamond crown, and in his hand he held a golden scepter with a big jeweled ball at one end of it. This was Kaliko, the king and ruler of all the gnomes. He nodded pleasantly enough to his visitors and said in a cheery voice,
2: Well, your majesties, what can I do for you? It is my desire
0: answered King Gos respectfully.
1: To place in your care two prisoners whom you now see before you. They must be carefully guarded to prevent them from escaping, for they have the cunning of foxes and are not to be trusted. In return for the favor I am asking you to grant. I have brought your majesty valuable presents of gold and precious gems.
0: He then commanded Kitticut and Garee to lay before the gnome king the bags of gold and jewels, and they obeyed, being helpless.
2: "'Very good,'
0: said King Calico, nodding approval, for like all the gnomes he loved treasures of gold and jewels.
2: "'But who are the prisoners you have brought here, and why do you place them in my charge instead of guarding them yourself? They seem gentle enough, I'm sure.' "'The prisoners.'
0: returned King Goss,
1: are the king and queen of Pinagri, a small island north of here. They are very evil people, and came to our islands of Regos and coregos to conquer them and slay our poor people. Also, they intended to plunder us of all our riches, but by good fortune we were able to defeat and capture them however they have a son who is a terrible wizard and who by magic art is trying to find this awful king and queen of pinigree and to set them free that they may continue their wicked deeds therefore as we have no magic to defend ourselves with we have brought the prisoners to you for safe keeping your majesty
0: "'spoke up King Kitticut, addressing the known king with great indignation. "'Do not believe this tale, I implore you. It is all a lie.' "'I know it,' said Kaliko.
2: "'I consider it a clever lie, though, because it is woven without a thread of truth. "'However, that is none of my business. "'The fact remains that my good friend King Goss wishes to put you in my underground caverns, "'so that you will be unable to escape.' and why should I not please him in this little matter? Goss is a mighty king and a great warrior, while your island of Pentagree is desolated and your people scattered. In my heart, King Kitticut, I sympathize with you, but as a matter of business policy we powerful kings must stand together and trample the weaker ones under our feet.
0: King Kitticut was surprised to find the King of the Gnomes so candid and so well-informed AND HE TRIED TO ARGUE THAT HE AND HIS GENTLE WIFE DID NOT DESERVE THEIR CRUEL FATE, AND THAT IT WOULD BE WISER FOR KALIKO TO SIDE WITH THEM THAN WITH THE EVIL KING OF REGOS. BUT KALIKO ONLY SHOOK HIS HEAD AND SMILED, SAYING,
2: THE FACT THAT YOU ARE A PRISONER, MY POOR KITTICUT, IS EVIDENCE THAT YOU ARE WEAKER THAN KING KAZ, AND I PREFER TO DEAL WITH THE STRONG. BY THE WAY,
0: HE ADDED, TURNING TO THE KING OF REGOS,
2: "'Have these prisoners any connection with the land of Oz?' "'Why do you ask?'
0: said Goss.
2: "'Because I dare not offend the Oz people,'
0: was the reply.
2: "'I am very powerful, as you know, but Ozma of Oz is far more powerful than I. Therefore, if this king and queen of Pingree happened to be under Ozma's protection, I would have nothing to do with them.' "'I assure you, Majesty.' that the prisoners
1: have nothing to do with the Oz people,"
0: Goss hastened to say, and Kitticut, being questioned, admitted that this was true.
2: "'But how about that wizard you mentioned?'
0: asked the Gnome King.
2: "'Oh, he
1: is merely a boy, but he is very ferocious and obstinate, and he is assisted by a little fat sorcerer
2: called Rinkitink and a talking goat.' Oh ho! A talking goat? Do you say that certainly sounds like magic, and it also sounds like the land of Oz, where all the animals talk.
0: Said Kaliko, with a doubtful expression. But King Goss assured him the talking goat had never been to Oz.
2: As for Rinkitink, whom you call a sorcerer,
0: continued the Nome King,
2: he is a neighbor of mine. You must know. But as we are cut off from each other by high mountains beneath which a powerful river runs, I have never yet met King Rinkitink. But I have heard of him, and from all reports he is a jolly rogue, and perfectly harmless. However, in spite of your false statements and misrepresentations, I will earn the treasure you have brought me by keeping your prisoners safe in my caverns.
0: Make them work, advised Queen Cor. They are rather delicate, and to make them work will make them suffer delightfully.
2: "'I'll do as I please about that,'
0: said the Gnome King sternly.
2: "'Be content that I agree to keep them safe.'
0: The bargain being thus made and concluded, Calico first examined the gold and jewels, and then sent it away to his royal storehouse, which was well filled with like treasure. Next the captives were sent away in charge of the Gnome, with the golden collar and keys, whose name was Click, and he escorted them to a small cavern and gave them a good supper. "'I shall lock your door,' said Click, "'so there is no need of you wearing those heavy chains any longer.' He therefore removed the chains and left King Kitticut and his queen alone. This was the first time since the Northmen had carried them away from Pingaree that the good king and queen had been alone together and free of all bonds and as they embraced lovingly, and mingled their tears over their sad fate, they were also grateful that they had passed from the control of the heartless King Goss, into the more considerate care of King Calico. They were still captives, but they believed they would be happier in the underground caverns of the gnomes than in Regos and Corregos. Meantime, in the king's royal cavern, a great feast had been spread, King Goss and Queen Cor, having triumphed in their plot, were so well pleased that they held high revelry with the jolly Nome king until a late hour that night. And the next morning, having cautioned Calico not to release the prisoners under any consideration without their orders, the king and queen of Regos and Coregos left the caverns of the Gnomes to return to the shore of the ocean where they had left their boat. End of chapter 17